1: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cody Delmundo and Luke Stuckmeyer here with you after the Cubs lose 4-3 to the Pirates in the first of a four-game set with Pittsburgh at Wrigley Field. Cubs and Pirates now both 6-7 and 7 on the season. Cubs below the 500 mark for the first time this season. And, Cody, this, uh, this was an ugly one. And everything that we've talked about that's been good going into this game was exactly the opposite in this game. It's like the Cubs forgot all of the praise we were heaping on them for the first 12 games, and on unlucky number 13, it went downhill quickly.
2: Yeah. I think you, you said it perfectly, Luke. Was I too negative? No. No. You're right. And yeah, I sit on this show and I've been, you know, trying to be as positive as possible. But tonight the Chicago Cubs said, Hey, we really are this. That's that I mean that's that's what they, they tried to tell us tonight. Like I'm if Denny Green were alive, he would say the Cubs are who we thought they were. Yeah, they are who we <laughs> thought they were. Like that's it's the unfortunate feeling of like that's how I feel right now. And it is just the game just ended and that But this is how I feel right now. Like, like maybe it's because it's the pirates. Maybe it's just because I don't know. Just there was just no life out of the the offense tonight. No, like I don't know. Well, it was the
1: pirates. It, I think we made of it fun was... of the pirates the entire <laughs> month before the season started oh, about how they weren't God. even trying. And what what have I said all off season? I said, if you're going to compete for playoff spots, you have to be better against the Brewers and Cardinals, but you've got to also dominate the teams that aren't trying. Pittsburgh, so far they have a losing record. again. I know it's a small sample size. I'm just saying, like, but you can't afford to, you know, split with the Pirates all the time. Like, they're not even trying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this uh, – what I don't understand tonight is – How we have a three-run lead, and Mark Leiter Jr. actually was okay. Yeah, he wasn't great, but he's not the 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 reason they lost. Right, he gave up the home run to, to Vogelbach. But then, and I've been, you know, if you listen to this show every day, you know I'm high on Ethan Roberts. Ethan Roberts comes in, gets into some trouble, and then before he gives up the runs... He throws all cutter like that entire inning. He threw like twenty five cutters, according to what I read online, and <laughs> which is and, always true. And the true. way that he pitched, the guy, the last guy he faced, the the cleanup hitter, I, I forget how you say his name, but the guy he faced that shot it to right field, he threw it in the exact same spot like seven times. Sasugo. thank you, Sasugo. Susu- how do you Susugo. say Sasugo? Sasugo? Okay. Believe. Yes, to that him, to that hitter. He threw the exact same pitch like six or seven different times. And Wilson Contreras went
1: out to the mound. Maybe it was the only pitch they had confidence in there. I like th- It was odd. But to like just those are the little things that you're like,
2: especially with Contreras, you're like, this is this is your veteran catcher. This is the guy that me, you, anyone else who who wants a little bit of 2016 to still be on this team Right, has been sitting here talking about why we need to extend him and all that. And I I still want to extend him. But tonight, like that moment
1: alone is just kind of one of those, like, what are we doing? Yeah, I just – the only (laughs) thing I can guess is that that's the only pitch he felt comfortable throwing. But if that's the case – then you gotta get somebody warming up. Like right. just keep throwing the same pitch. He it reminded threw, me it reminded me of when Carlos Marmal would throw the same pitch over and over yeah. and it wasn't working and, and fans would pull their hair out and be like, right. stop. Well, stop. The, the thing
2: was is that he not only did he throw the pitch over and over, he threw it over and over in the same location. Yeah. Like you can't you just can't do that at the major league level. So like you give up those two runs and then it's still early, right? Like, you know, we're right there. Only one one run down, and then suddenly the Pirates bullpen turned into God. What was it? What was the graphic? Five six, We, ha- we have it innings. coming up
1: here. No, I mean, they were outstanding their yeah. bullpen. Guys, you, Will Crow, a former starter, is now uh, the most innings in baseball without an earned run this season. He's up to over 12 innings. This season, not a single run. He had five strikeouts and two and a third. Peters came in and did a job. Henry came in and did... And then Bednar, in his inning and a third, looked unhittable at points. He came in bang, bang, bang. He struck
2: out Suzuki on three fastballs.
1: We'll get to that. We'll get to (laughs) Suzuki. He did not have a good game, obviously. Harley brings up, you mentioned the 3-0 lead. Harley says, this is the third game this year. They've had a three-run lead and lost. Now, again... We will say that although they blew a 3 nothing lead, I don't think bullpen strength is one of the bigger problems on the team for this no. season. So, again, it's one game out of a huge sample size, but it is the third time they've blown a lead, right. a 3 nothing lead. The, and, Cody, the crazy part is they struck out 12 times. They used seven pitchers, the Cubs, and they still had a chance to win. Why? Because they were playing the Pirates, <laughs> right? You know, exactly. If it wasn't the Pirates, this would not have been close, right? Yeah. No the- offense to the Pirates.
2: <laughs> no, maybe
1: a little it- offense. To maybe the Pirates. a little offense. <laughs>
2: but, 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 but a little bit. I, like I said, I think I said it in pregame, or I even might have said it on the bet show today too. I, I didn't feel like insanely confident going into this game because the Pirates just got swept by the Brewers, and it's baseball sometimes. you when you're due you're due right but the way that the cubs lost tonight is just really really frustrating and you know i feel like i feel like any loss the cubs are going to have to the pirates this year i'm just going to be really frustrated cuz it's just going to be another another moment of okay you know this is this is this is going to go against them and it's going to be one that we look back at the end of the year like oh this is why we didn't make the playoffs because of these number of losses against the pirates so,
1: you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I'm not surprised that the chat, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. if you're on Twitter, switch on over to YouTube. You can see the chat there. Yeah, we uh, can't see your comments if you're we'll, putting we'll them on We'll read some of them, but, like, I, I'm not surprised. It's negative, you know. Uh, there's some bullpen hate in there. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the Suzuki thing real quick. Okay. Ryan brings up a good point. He says Suzuki's never been at DH, not this early in his career, shouldn't be there, totally threw him off. I don't know if that's it, but, yeah. I mean, I was going to come out here and just, just joke about that, like, boy, they should never put him at DH again because <laughs> all the things we bragged about Suzuki were totally the opposite tonight, right? I picked him as yeah. uh, as my uh, – he was the last guy left, and I was like, well, how can you not – for who you got? You know, we pick our players. Right. I don't know that anybody won. We should all take an L on this one. <laughs> I said, well, how can you not take the best hitter in baseball right now? He's been this – Breath of fresh air, yada, yada, yada. He's been he's in amazing. He, he never swings out of the zone. He was swinging out of the zone. He did come up with an RBI. He did put the ball in play to get an RBI, one of the three runs they scored, but he struck out three times. And mm. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe that was something, or maybe it was facing the Pirates for the second time. Yeah. You know, maybe the Pirates had. A little scouting, so maybe this is the first chance. This was the first
2: time that Suzuki had gone up against against a team
1: uh, that he's seen before. uh, They already played. Exactly. Thank you for saying it. (laughs) So, potentially, this is the start of scouting and a little time of advanced scouting so that they can take time. And now maybe he'll have to make an adjustment. I don't know. Maybe it was just a bad night. Regardless, I don't want to see him at DH anytime soon. Yeah. uh, Definitely put him back in right field tomorrow. I don't
2: know. I'm... Let's let's just let's just say maybe maybe the DH putting him in DH was a thing, but I genuinely don't really think it was at the end of the day. Like I I do think it's more so they like the Pirates had some scouting on him, right? Um, but like Bednar, the strike like the third strikeout Suzuki had three fastballs. First two, basically middle of the plate, he let the first one go by, which I would assume was basically an automatic take. Swings at the second one, third one, high inside fastball, top of the corner, swung right through it. Right. Like, I, I just thought that was just better pitching than Suzuki because he's in the DH. You know what I mean? Like, again, not a great night and we're not used to Suzuki bad nights. This is probably his worst game of his major league career. Oh, it is. But yeah, yeah. again, I I'm not against just putting him I'm, I'm not against putting him in the D H again. I obviously not tomorrow, maybe not for a few more days, but like
1: Yeah, I'm only partially joking about that.
2: Right, right. I wouldn't put him at DH. I don't tomorrow. think
1: Ryan is joking about it in the comments <laughs> though. So
2: that's why I'm no. saying that I think that it's mainly because of scouting. And again, we're going to have to go through that eventually. He's not going to you know, play like he did those first 12 games for 162. So, the thing that sucks, honestly, at the end of the day is, like, he had that game, and then the Cubs' offense was just – if he if he doesn't play well, then the Cubs' offense is just nothing, it seems like. And, you know, we had, they did get some walks tonight. Ian Happ had two walks tonight.
1: Um, you know, they manufactured runs. Look at you coming but- up with something positive about this game. Cody, if – If you're you're a Cubs fan and you're watching the game tonight, this was a complete buzzkill. Oh, yeah. If you were at the ballpark, you've waited all spring for nice weather. You get a beautiful day at the ballpark. You have a 500-club team that's exceeded expectations for the first 12 games. And then you have one of the worst teams in your division coming in, one of the worst teams in the National League, coming into play for four games, and you figure, well, they should feast on these guys, or they, they need to feast on these guys. Not only do they lose, they blow a 3-0 lead. Their star player strikes out three times. They strike out 12 times. And the way they score their three runs, let's see. They walked <laughs> in a run, a fielder's choice, right. and a sacrifice fly. Name me the other boring ways to score in baseball. <laughs> like, probably a balk. The three <laughs> runs were as boring as you can get, right? Yeah. Like, so balk would be the, probably the most boring I can think of. Yeah. Or, uh, what's another one? Like, if you're on the chat, like
0: play and scoring.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's
2: essentially even, a fielder's choice.
1: Even like a drop third strike scoring a run yeah. would be more exciting because somebody's running. Like, right. a sack fly is generally boring. Yeah, A walk in the run, I got it, Joe Madden's intentional walk with the bases loaded. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it would give you something to talk about. Like, right. those three runs are snoozeville. If, don't get me wrong, I love baseball. There are always games during a season where you're like, wow, I, I almost fell asleep during that game. Because baseball is a slower sport. This felt like a game in mid-August against the Pirates where both teams are out of it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was just disappointing to see the way they performed with a division team coming in for the first of four games and and a chance to really kind of say, all right, the first 12 games, that's what we really are. Mm. Instead, they flipped the script, and now you wonder, well, what's going to happen the rest of this series? You hope they flip the script. Yeah. And I know it was only just one game. I'm just saying it was an ugly game.
2: it was, and I know we have ugly games all season. It's just you can't like this Cubs team, and I think we've said it before on the show, is like there's just very little room for error, you know what I mean like that's right when, you, when the Pirates it, come to town, you got to take three or four like I'm like you know what I mean like because you couldn't win two out of three against the Rays. if you if they would swept Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh a week ago, you could have afforded the the losing two out of three against the Rays this week. Now that they lost two or three against the Rays, there's more pressure on them to play well in this series. And that's just the way it is. Like, there's no other way to to put it. Like, so, you know, it is what it is. Like, they got to come out and play harder tomorrow and the rest of the weekend. Because, like, the schedule does get tough. And it doesn't look great. And it doesn't make me smile at all. So... You know, it's one game at a time. It's, you know, keep growing, keep trying to find positives from this team for sure. But, uh, yeah.
1: I've seen some comments. I saw somebody earlier saying, hey, they've scored runs. They're good. The offense looks good in the first 11 games. I agree, and that's why this game was. Yeah, yeah. Marcus said that. That's that's the positive Mm -hmm. that was coming into this, and that's why I thought with the Pirates coming in, they would build on that foundation mm-hmm. and instead you got this game where Joe De Giacomo points out the whole game was snoozeville. The dead ball and shift continues to make baseball boring. Yeah. In games like this, I'm not going to disagree with you and and I totally agree with you Cody when you talk about they have a small margin for error the Cubs. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, the way the team is built, it's it's not necessarily built to win. It's not built to win the World Series this year, you know. It's built to, to find out what pieces you have moving forward until the next wave of really good Cubs prospects become professional players at the major league level. And Suzuki has been a nice piece early on. Hap has been really good early on. Wisdom has been playing much better. Uh, you've had a lot of, Keegan Thompson's been a bright side. But the team also has many, many question marks at every position on the field, basically including Suzuki, because you don't know what – you know. maybe the 11-game sample size isn't enough. I think it is, just the way it's gone. But, you know, the margin of error is very small, and you can't go out there and not have somebody covering third base because the shift was on, and yeah. you, you don't know who's supposed to be over at third and give the guy an extra base. The, yesterday, the day before, it was – poor play at third base by vr who's been very good at the plate you know Mm -hmm. and and they gave some runs away um they have to play really good fundamental baseball for this team to be in it every night right and i suppose that's true for a lot of teams but sometimes your talent is so great on the roster that you can overcome those things and i don't think this roster is necessarily that
2: yeah the I tweeted the video earlier. The Brian Reynolds triple who's the most MLB the Show thing I have seen in an actual MLB game, uh, because he just like that's just heads up base running, honestly. And I know the Cubs had the shift on on that on that play, but th- that's just the lack of communication on the field, right? right. And I, to me, we haven't seen a lot of like boneheaded mistakes like that. It's more so like if they. You know, an error or you know, Jan Gomes failing to make a good throw down to second base. Right. That that was like the first time I really can think to my head like that was just lack of communication on making sure someone's covering third base. Uh, so you know that is what it is. I honestly I just think that's really heads really good heads up base running. Um, but yeah, no, you're you're exactly right though. And I, Harley, I love your positivity. <laughs> If we right? want to, he says, you, if we want to look ahead. at something positive, the series is still very much up for grabs. Hopefully, we can bounce back with these next three games.
1: And I mean, yeah, it is. He's, he's, he's right. I would have like, liked, you know, if you're the Cubs, you're, you're hoping you sweep the Pirates, and mm-hmm. maybe they're going to be better than we think. They have, I, they I, have a couple nice hitters. I, I don't ever expect their bullpen to do what they just did, but they had a couple guys that just, as the kids say, shoved. <laughs> they, they, made, they had the yeah. Cubs hitters just completely baffled.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's still probably Will Crow. I he he looked like Cy Young out there. Yeah, there's still probably a 60 somewhere between a 60 71 team. But again, it doesn't matter how many games they're going to win. It they are they they are like a competitive team. I think they're going to be more competitive this year than the Reds. And I know that's not saying much, but when you have you know up and coming pieces like they have, like we've talked about, like. You know, they're gonna have nights like this. So again, I'm still just as pissed off about it. Uh, but I don't know. Like the I think the one of the biggest things that I feel like we haven't even really touched on too is like this game took forever. And I don't even understand why it took forever because I felt like the Cubs were just getting mowed down. It, it
1: took forever because the Cubs had <laughs> seven pitchers in the game. That too. Changing pitchers takes a long time and when you're Warming up a new guy and bringing him in, like Ugh. there were a lot of pitching changes. It's just
2: like it took it, the game dragged because of that. And here's something we haven't talked about: um, magical pinch hitting for wisdom later in the game. Someone and mentioned you were that. hoping
1: magical was going to be,
2: yeah, but I didn't. Starting lineup, I, was, I wasn't hoping that he'd get pinch hit for wisdom though. Who's been one of your best hitters over the last week? Yep. um he's been hot. You know, and and there's been some slander in the comments for David Ross. I we're everyone's always going to nitpick at the lineup and complain about the lineup and where people are at and where guys are playing positions and all that. I get it. I'm with you and I understand people's criticism and I'm not saying you can't criticize. But if there's one thing tonight that really that David Ross pissed me off with was taking wisdom out of the game for Nick Magical. Like if you're gonna put Magical in the game Put him in for a VR or whoever. Like you got, you got to leave wisdom in the game. He's your one of your few power threats, and he's been hitting the ball. And they're only down one at that point, right? Home yeah. run ties it, right? He is
1: going to, he is going to be tested more than he's ever been tested as a major league manager this year, probably, because yeah. he's going to have to make multiple decisions every game that will be judged and nitpicked by fans. Depending on the outcome, and even sometimes when it goes well, he's going to be nitpicked on those decisions by the fans because of the outcome. He can't just plug in the same guys every day. Javi's not at short every game. I think I think Brendan and Corey mentioned this too. You don't have Anthony Rizzo at first every game. You don't have Chris Bryant to put anywhere in the every, you know, every day. He's not in the lineup. This is a collection of guys that have something to prove. Mm -hmm. but that means they're also not necessarily proven, you know? So he's, he's literally trying to play fantasy baseball with a lineup every single day to make sure enough guys get enough at bats, enough playing time so that they can evaluate whether or not that guy is a real player before they decide to move on from that player. Yeah, And he is going to manage the game differently. We saw that. I mean, he, he managed it perfectly the other day when he brought took Hayward out, brought Wisdom in for the pinch hit. He hits a home run and everybody loves the decision. This time, he takes Wisdom out. He brings in Madrigal and now people aren't very happy. Right. But
2: again, I'm not even mad that. He that's brought, why he
1: gets paid. Don't get me wrong. That's why right. he gets paid. But he's got to have a tough job this year.
2: Right. Again, not mad that he brought Madrigal in. I'm more mad that he brought Madrigal in, right. took Wisdom out. Right. I I think in that instance you gotta, I. I know VR's been hitting as well, but, man, like, Wisdom really is a one swing of the bat type guy. VR almost hit – he had two mashed baseballs right in the gloves tonight, too. So, I mean, who knows? All I know is that Wisdom – the way Wisdom is swinging the bat, he's got to be in the lineup until, you know, further notice, in my opinion. Um you no, know, it is what it is. Who are these comments?
1: Ravi out there? in our chat. He's been. Ravi he's is been Ravi very, is going very pessimistic off Ravi's today. firing. I'm just letting some Ravi guy go Cody off. underscore chgo says hit the like button, guys. Hit the like button,
2: please. I appreciate it. It, help, it helps other Cubs fans on YouTube find us. Um, yeah. What's Joe gotta say? He said, "Why would Tom and Jed put him in this position? Small market, mindness from ownership. That's not fair to Ross." There's a lot of talk about Ricketts in the comments tonight, too. Well, I, we,
1: <laughs> Which we said surprising. watching the game, I said, L- listen, this is an <laughs> ugly game. The, the, the chat is not going to be a happy place, and Twitter is not going to be a happy place.
0: They want a new manager. They want new ownership. They want a yeah. complete overhaul today. That's right. 13 games in. Right. I, I
1: would suggest that we've been uh, very blessed with positive storylines generally yeah. for the first dozen games of the season. Yeah, I mean, and this was one that you can't spin too many things. I will be curious. We're hoping that Ryan Herrera is going to be able to join us um, before the podcast is over, and he's in the clubhouse working. You'll be able to read his work at allchgo.com. dot com. He's in the clubhouse. He's listening to Ross. Um, we'll we'll see if he comes on and has some answers from David Ross about what went wrong in this game. But um, there were a few things that went wrong. How did your bets do?
2: Oh boy, I went 0 for 3 tonight on the Cubs game.
1: You did call, uh, I was said, should we go with the scoreless first inning bet? And you, know, you said no. No, no. So, yeah, you, we avoided it. That went well at least.
2: Yeah, so uh, at least I saved $10 there. Um, <laughs> but I made all my bets on PointsBet, which is the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO. When you sign up, if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest Sportsbook is now easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. I've been living my bet life. Luke's sort of living his bet life. So you can all join us. Just use code CHGO I to them? get two risk free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet, gambling problem. Call 1 800
1: 522 4700. Ravi, hold on. Two things. First, Stephen, uh, before we move on, I'm. Can you find us uh, like a weed whacker sound effect and potentially a lawnmower sound effect? I'll see what I can do. See what you can find. Um, What Ravi is saying on the the chat, that McDonald's was a cultural icon across the street from Wrigley. (laughs) Adding that ugly hotel makes that area... Feels so cluttered. Oh my God! Now there is there's a really take I wasn't off. expecting yeah. today. Uh-huh. Robbie said <laughs> some good ones, but I don't know about that <laughs> McDonald's being a cultural icon yeah, right. and the hotel being hideous. Oh gosh! And the, they still have the McDonald. Uh, there's a newer McDonald's, right?
2: Yeah, there is a McDonald's. They it's cleaner. In, yeah, it's it's yeah. right there and right by the hotel. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so uh, anyway, so support for CHGO. Tonight is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code CUBS at manscaped.com. Cody, helped me out with some of this. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh, man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, good for old guys like me, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies.
2: Yeah, I got the briefs. And I got that 4.0 lawnmower. That thing gets the job done. Makes it all so easy. I I I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Man, it's what's going on, Steven? You, you're distracted <laughs> by our lawnmower reads? I thought we were gonna have lawnmowers and weed whackers. This is our first is, shot at we're this. We're gonna, <laughs> gonna-
2: the uh, the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade Does to it. reduce mm. Grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0, like I said, is waterproof. Also has a huge,
1: f- <laughs>
2: yes, it's a huge deal. Uh, 400k LED spotlight. You need you need a more if you need a more
1: precise. Shape. Yeah, if you if you need a, like a flashlight and a magnifier, this this thing's got it all for you. Exactly. If you want to make sure you're getting it all correct,
2: right? It's very like precise. I feel like is a, is the is the great word to use. So uh, because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further, Luke?
1: Yeah, of the, course you do
2: to the next level. The performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. You got. Or you got uh, any... Uh, I had any a stray hair
1: coming out of my nose a couple of weeks ago, I thought. Because, you know, without my readers, I can't see this stuff anymore. And this thing was coming out like a cobra out of my nose. I, I finally got it. But now I've got something that I can just, you know...
2: It's very easy to use. It's a routine I, I, I can get, get into,
1: right? I You know, the Weed Whacker, right. I can get up there.
2: So the Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides uh, proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce Nick's... Snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes. They're crop preserver, ball owner, and crop reviver. What ball, an invention that ball is, huh? It, it, insane, yes. It's I, insane. You
1: know, I lived 49 years my life, and then I hit 50, and I thought, what do I want in the next 50 years? And the first thing that came to my mind was I want a crop preserver. Yeah, right.
2: And <laughs> yeah. now I've got it. So, congratulate. I got one, too. Huh? Our entire office has them, so uh, shout-out to all of us um these things will change the way you approach your hygiene routine and uh trust us when i say this fellas your balls will thank you um manscape even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0 the manscape boxers and shed travel bag like i said the boxers are very very comfortable bring your comfort and boxers to another level are you
1: wearing those right now or are you commando I, for this podcast <laughs> i'm
2: gonna not answer that question
1: luke that's good. Get, get 20, Keep that to yourself.
2: Get, get, get 20% off commando. and free shipping with the code CUBS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code CUBS. Unlock your confidence. And always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. For our first time, that wasn't too bad.
1: No, I mean, yeah, the really, <laughs> all of that stuff that comes in that package and, again, they give you a bag to carry it all in, which is nice, you know. There it is. There it is. Now is Woo! that? We got it, guys. That's, that's the noise I'm looking for when I get the nose hair trimmer out, you know. And the older you get, it's crazier. The less hair you have on your head, the more hair you have in your nose and in your ears. So you need this. That's what you need is the uh, Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. It's all part of the 4.0 package. Yeah. Pretty good, good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. And, uh, and the ball deodorant. Use at, code
2: CUBS at Manscaped. It's a great deal.
1: Again, I hit 50, and I thought, what else could I have in my life that I don't already have? And then ball deodorant. Ball deodorant. Game baby. changer.
2: Game changer. I love it.
1: Uh, um, okay. So, speaking of uh, down on the farm, let's talk down on the farm. <laughs> God, that's a professional what a transition, transition right folks. There. What a transition. Speaking of down on uh, the farm, let's talk about the Iowa Cubs. Uh Caleb Killian tonight. While there were some things that didn't go as well for the major league franchise today. Steven's giving us a little light on the set here. If you're watching on YouTube and you're like, wow, that something just it's, brightened the, up there. Suddenly
2: get lighter in here.
1: Wow. It wasn't just that manscaped read. It was the topic is gonna get much brighter now for you. Um, a lot of guys had good games at the minor league level, and we keep talking about how that's going to be as important as what's going on at the major league level, you know, this season and maybe even part of next season. Yep. Caleb Killian, that's a guy you're high on. He had a good, good night.
2: Yeah, five innings, three hits, one earned, four strikeouts, one walk. Um, so for the season, this that was his third start. Um, for the season, he's pitched 11 and two-thirds innings, eight hits, Two earned, 13 strikeouts, four walks, 1.54 ERA. He's in Iowa. He is a guy I think we see later in the year. Um, yeah, no, it's good to see. I, I, I think the the one thing from his start tonight, from what I was reading, that I guess we can be a little nitpicky about is uh, there's a lot more contact than what we would, ex- would expect from someone of, of from him. So, um, uh, you know, obviously we want to see more swing and miss. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's still a solid start for him. So.
1: Uh, DJ Hurst, four no-hit innings. Yep. He was good. Yeah, DJ Hurst, he's – That's another guy people are excited about. 19, 20 years
2: old, somewhere around there. Dude won uh, Cubs minor league pitcher of the year last year. Great kid from the time I talked to him. Um, and he's in South Bend, I believe. Uh, with so Ed, is Ed Howard, yeah, right? That's yeah, the Ed local Howard. guy. Yeah, Ed Howard, the Chicago kid. He, he had a homer tonight. And then Tennessee, uh, they, they combined for five homers tonight. Two of them came from uh, Christopher Mornell, Morrell and Nelson Velazquez. Velazquez, if you remember, um, Arizona Fall League, he was a monster there. Um, so that's a good sign. Honestly, I'm not sure why he's in double he A. Probably should be in triple A. <laughs> um, our friend, and we hope to have him on the show sometime, Brian Smith from Bleacher Nation, he believes that Morrell – Velazquez, Chase Strumpf, and Nelson Maldonado and Darius Hill, who all hit tonight for the Smokies, should be in Iowa. So um, we got another
0: front I... here right now.
1: We got Ryan here. Oh, oh
0: I see Ryan.
1: I... Two minutes too late to get yeah. in on the manscaped read.
0: That's all right. I'll, we were I'll trying was to
2: save best. it for actually... you. He's wearing his Hawaiian shirt looking... on a perfect night. Uh, yeah, nice. No, I was looking. I was looking forward
0: to, you, uh, to listening to your manscaped ad read. So. I'm going to have to go back and read this.
2: It was uh, our yeah, first sure. try. It wasn't exactly our best nah, smooth one, so Stephen we got some was work late. to do.
1: Stephen was late with the sound effects on the lawnmower. Yeah. I'm hoping we get a weed whacker sound by the next time we do it. Uh, hey, Ryan, I want to read Corey Friedman's latest tweet. Me, all winter. God, I have no life without baseball. I need this season ASAP. Me, after the Cubs lose a winnable game in April to the Pirates. You know, maybe sports were a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> really that kind of sums up uh what cody and i've been talking I about basically the same thing uh, you know <laughs> while you were in the clubhouse is that the first 12 games gave so many reasons for optimism and then this game was like everything in those first 12 games were forgotten there were 12 strikeouts by cubs hitters and then the pirates bullpen just shut them down and they they blew a three nothing lead um what was what was the reaction like after the game? I would assume it's not panic because it's just one game. But uh, and it's what Dave did David Ross, Ross have to say?
0: Yeah, you know, I basically, you know, it's kind of again, like you said, it's the what 13th game of the year. It's not definitely not time to panic. Um, you know, he used a lot of the, a lot of those bullpen arms. He's trying to get out there. with David Robertson in the ninth. You know, actually, I kind of asked him about it and. Um, all these guys up in the bullpen came out in, in hot you know, high leverage spots. Um, Ethan Roberts, obviously, was they were up or on when he came in. Um, and then the rest of the guys in the bullpen, Chris Martin, Michael Gibbons, David Robertson, all came in in high leverage uh, areas. And he said, you know, situations like this kind of help, you know, he starting to figure out who we, you know, who we trust in certain situations, stuff like that. Um, so, that, I mean, that I've, I've just kind of, stuff obviously helps early in the season we know it's a development year um so trying to figure out who what he's got and a lot of these guys a lot of these arms um but I think you know was just one of those games where they got what three hits in the first two innings three runs and then had one hit the rest of the game I mean yeah he just said you know there were some guys that thought they could do damage on ended up not like well like crow thought fuck they had something against crow and they didn't and so it was you know the vibe is kind of like it's just one of those games you know it's the 13th game of the season this was bound to happen after how how good the or how consistently you know the offense had been able to put you know string together good at bad and stuff through the first couple weeks of the season so yeah that's what you said Luke. not time to panic or anything and there's definitely no talking panic me off
2: anymore. the ledge
0: <laughs> one of those games man it's just one of those games and you know on 162 you're going to get that so um i don't <laughs> think no one's down there is panicking or anything. It's just, you know, come back. I was going to say come back tomorrow, but the tarp's on the field right now, so we might have to come back for a, a, a double on Saturday, actually.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look uh, – the forecast doesn't look great for tomorrow. Um, did, do you think David Russell uh, put Suzuki at DH anytime soon, or, or is that just a coincidence that he struck out three times and had his worst game uh, when he was DHing for the first time?
0: Um, I, 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 mean, I think it's just a coincidence. I, I don't know. Uh, he kind of got asked about it and it was like that, you know, Suzuki faced good pitchers and they, you know, they, they were coming at him. Um, maybe, maybe the pirates had some scouting report from the first few series on Seiya that they knew, I mean, they faced him already a couple times. So maybe they, they, they knew something and were able to, Maybe maybe there's like a little spot there. They saw like, Hey, we can attack this. I'm on him. struck out twice, obviously. So, um, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, maybe he'll DH him again. (laughs) I think it's just a coincidence. Um, but we were saying the same thing again, Go go ahead. No,
1: I said, we were just saying the same thing that maybe that's, this is the team. He hasn't faced a team a second time around. Maybe, maybe it's time for an adjustment. Maybe one of the teams found something that they'll go to until he stops it. And that's, just part of the ebb and flow of a major league season and a major league career. So we'll, we'll see. We'll find out tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's a, and then, you know, you, you see it all the time that, that the, uh, the NL central teams always, you know, <laughs> we go to a when they went to Pittsburgh last week, that's like, Oh, for some reason, these guys are going to show up against say, after he looked so good against the brewers. Right. Uh, and they do it again. So I, I don't know. I, again, say, He's not gonna have Michael Jordan didn't have a great game every time he played. Say Suzuki wasn't gonna go two for three or whatever, get on base three times every single game though. So you just you um, ju- again,
2: you just compared Say Suzuki and Michael Jordan. So
0: <laughs> I because Damn.
2: of that, because of that, I have completely flipped script and believe that we're back. <laughs> I'm ready to go win uh, win tomorrow. You're gonna so. send out a. You're gonna send a fax. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Period. I'm send a fax. <laughs> I'm just gonna tweet it from I'll the CHGO that. Cubs account on Twitter. Because uh, according, no, I go ahead.
0: Yeah, I saying I make I make that comparison. I make that comparison when I like when I like I was, I was still in school and I would get like a C on a test. Like you know, Michael Jordan didn't have his best day every time. I know, bro. Uh, <laughs> I know. No, it's I, all good. <laughs> Um, uh no yeah so we'll come back tomorrow hope again weather permitting come back tomorrow and definitely we'll see what Rossi decides to do maybe he puts Saheim back in right field I, again I, yeah. I just think it's just a coincidence I don't think Saya coming out of the field has any impact on it but you know he see you see he's still shuffling that lineup around um and and trying to I think try, still trying to figure out what what works best what as far as positioning places in the lineup um we actually did uh, earlier today and this actually may have a little bit of an impact but i know so uh, when they put start putting seya into the two hole um and ross was like oh you know it's our mike trout bats like it's easy sell like that but i guess that's Seiya, and i think uh i can't remember who had talked it might have been taylor mcgregor uh, had talked to Seiya, and he said that like kind of in japan it's a little different and that's not where like the mike trouts of the world hit or something it was mm-hmm. something along those lines um and so like being in the two holes, a little bit of an adjustment for him. Um, so maybe that could have had an impact on, on his day today, possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, it's game 13. We're not even – we're barely two full weeks into the season, I think. I think uh, uh, Say will be in a good place the next time he gets to go on base or uh, to the plate.
2: Right. Um, so when we first started, I went on a rant about how Ethan Roberts threw 25 cutters and and not lasted bad he had – against, uh, how do you say his name?
1: Susugo, Sasugo
2: He threw, like, six straight in the same exact location. Was there, did, you, did anyone ask about, like, just that sequence that Roberts had with him to kind of give any kind of clarification to why maybe they did that? Because um, I know Contreras did go out to the, like, he had a mound visit with him, and, you know, they were trying to make sure they were on, track with each other so clearly Contreras was behind it I guess and it, to me I just don't understand why you would throw six straight pitches the same pitch in the same exact location yeah
0: <laughs> Um I mean we talked to Ethan not that long ago and he said that I think I mean it might have been more his call but he said he saw like you know a, a hole right there at the in the upper corner of the box where you could see where he's trying to get it um and I think he's like it's like yeah, so like, if I hit that spot, it gets a pop out. It's a it's a swing and miss or something. Um, obviously, the one that uh, Tsutago hit was a little more middle, a little more in. Um, so it's more of a miss of where he wanted to get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was more Ethan Roberts who was trying to get that that cutter or fastball, whatever you want to call it, up in that zone, that little right hand part of the box, you know, up and away from where Tsutago was, and so put the bat put the bat on the ball and, and got it obviously. And then it was again yeah, it was a little bit of a miss. It was more middle, more lower than where he wanted it to be. So um yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was just trying to establish that. And you could see he got it a little he was a little higher, a little more out uh earlier in the cut in that at bat. And then that was the sixth one, I think, uh was the one that just kind of came a little too far in, and that's the one that just to go, obviously, dumped into the, in the left field. I think for a that double. So, yeah, that's I. I tweeted it out, and I got a lot of stuff. People are like, why would you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not Ethan Roberts. Uh, <laughs> let me ask him. Uh, but yeah, well, that, yeah, that that that's why I'm like asking you because to... I don't understand. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I, I, that was the yeah. first thing that I was complaining about tonight. So,
0: um, yeah, it just seems like he was trying to establish that part, and and as he was establishing it, or he saw something that if he could hit this spot, it, again, it will, co- it could, it would result in like a he, in his mind, a strikeout, a pop out, just not a good bat on the ball. And obviously he didn't hit the spot in the sixth one. And that's, that's just kind of the, you know, where, where the rest of
1: How crazy was that play where uh, Brian Reynolds goes racing around second base, it goes into third. I didn't know what was going on at think. first.
0: Oh, I mean, like I said, I, I, uh, he, Cody might know I MLB be the show when like your guys are you, you, you send your guy to second base and, okay he's gonna slide in the second quick double also he just keeps running he just keeps running he like doesn't <laughs> even break stride just keeps going You're like what the hell's going on that's what it looked like to me until okay. I saw that third yeah. base was wide open yeah, yeah. and then and the, and the weirdest part was like that ball was so far in on him it looked like it like almost hit him in the hands and just like popped over to third base where no one was like so it was like as far as where you want to pitch with the shift on, it was a good pitch. It just, like, got it and, and knocked it where no one was. Um, and then kind of asked, you know, what, like who was supposed to be at third. Uh, we asked Ross that. And he's like, you know, it's probably Rowan Wick, um, just as far as, like, when you put the heavy shift on. Let me see if I can. Um, yeah, he's like, when, you know, when you, when you put the heavy shift on and just and kind of used part of the pitcher's job, but the shift wasn't as heavy. Like, it wasn't. It's like the situation was a little different and then sometimes just instinctively, like, cause you had a lot of guys on that side that could have backed up second base, which was where Rowan Wick ended up was backing up second base. It looked like, uh, and so maybe he's like, maybe that's just like instinctually, unless a regular old play, that's where he would go. And so maybe his instincts just kind of took over and that's why Rowan Wick was not covering third on that. Um, but I think that that was supposed to be where Rowan Wick, Rowan Wick should have been at third. Um, I, I, i guess in that situation so uh, yeah weird play weird crazy play but i guess you know that again we talked about brian reynolds was the all-star on the pirates and he actually deserved to be there there you go
1: yeah it's just another reason that the shift is the worst the worst the worst can't wait for it to go away uh so we get smiley and quintana if they play the game tomorrow ryan for your sake I'm hoping that if it's going to rain like they say it's going to rain tomorrow, that they just call the game before we all sit around and you're sitting at Wrigley Field for like nine hours. Can we all agree that that would be you, a good plan?
0: Yeah, you and me both, my friend. I I hope <laughs> that it will be called before I leave my house tomorrow morning, but if it's not, I will be here doing some fun stuff.
1: Well, or Or if it's not, just play the game and – it's not raining that bad. I'm okay with that. Like, I'd like to see the game if it's not going to rain, but if it's going to rain and you're going to cancel it, let's cancel it before the game, as opposed to uh, like a nine hour day at the ballpark for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's also different with the pirates and towns. Like that's a team that's going to be back at Wrigley at some point. versus Like the Rays yesterday.
1: Why couldn't, why couldn't you play two on Saturday? Right. It's supposed to be perfect on Saturday. Why not play a night game Saturday night? Get special. See,
0: I would be opposed to that, but I'm not working Saturday. Jerry's going to be here on Saturday. So I'm like, if you don't play do on
1: Saturday, go ahead. See, there you go. All right, thanks. Mm. We'll hope for the best tomorrow. Hopefully the rain holds off when we get this game in. Um, Cubs can maybe even up the series. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, all
0: right. Take care, guys.
1: See you, bro. You can read uh, Ryan's stuff, all allchgo.com. He has some great articles there, and he'll be working on another one uh, tonight. Meanwhile, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get two risk-free bets, up to two grand, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you get a free CHGO men- membership, which unlocks all of our web content, like Ryan's stuff, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. I got mine today. Ooh, so did I. I haven't tried it on yet, but it looks pretty. Well, I
2: already had some, but I got my free one from... The DMVR sent us.
1: I mean, nobody has more CHGO swag than Cody. Yeah, <laughs> literally, he's m- piling up not? on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's got like seventy bumper stickers now that he's got.
2: <laughs> and I got my stickers on my computer.
1: Yeah, he does. Um, I if you haven't match any qu-
2: shoes too, they do kind of they do my match shoes. his shoes. Yeah. Hey, it's any questions?
1: Make sure you email <laughs> pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign up available in Illinois. You can download the points bet app right now and register your account start to finish all from your phone and you'll be signing up with the fastest sports book it's easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds so what are you waiting for once the game starts don't just bet live your bet life with points bet gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 so chgo it's been fun so far you know some the post game shows like this aren't as much fun Still got a lot to talk about, but it's not as fun as, yeah. like, an exciting win.
2: Sometimes it's nice to just sit here and vent. Like and That's true. The like, Robbie's nice. been in the comments Robbie just, is like, going over off. Robbie
1: to, to chat, by the right. way.
2: He's going off about everything from Ricketts to, you know, be, back to when they were owned by the Tribune.
1: Right, and then he, he uh, says he used to work for the team his first <laughs> paycheck From the Cubs, he bought a bunch of weed and treated his friends. (laughs) Like cool, dude. Like I'm so glad you're telling us. Like he's just vibing in the comments right now. That was before it was legal. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Like cool, dude. Like uh, I appreciate you for being here and telling Uh, us all. And the honesty. Yeah, and the honesty. You know
1: what I mean. Uh, So, but it's true. You know, last night the Bulls win, and we see Pack and Big Dave having a ton of fun, and they're you know excited. They're in on every play, and then. After games like this, you got to have a little place to uh, talk to your friends about what you saw, things you didn't like. So yeah. either way, it's it works good, out.
2: It's good, uh, it's good for your like,
1: mental health. Because
2: when you're people. pissed off.
1: Don't hold it in. Let yeah, it out.
2: Let it out. See, so people came to the comments. They let it out. Robbie came here to, to tell us his life story. We appreciate it. Now, and- when the
1: Cubs win tomorrow, bring that same energy. Uh, so we also have the premium written content from Ryan and now Jared's going to be out there all chgo.com. We also bring you the dope merch. We talked about that. There's several, uh, there's a cub design. We've got chgo des- designs, the bumper sticker on your computer right there. There's another one. Uh, you get that free shirt when you become a member and also the members only discord the chgo lounge, which is another place to celebrate with your friends or complain with your friends. Yeah. And you also will find out we got the big watch party coming for the Bulls game. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. You're going to be there, right? I'm going to be there. Me and my
2: girlfriend will be there. I got like five or six friends of, of my own that are Bulls coming. Bulls, Bucks game three, watch party yeah. in the West Loop. Yeah. Come watch the Bulls. Come say hi to me. Say hi to Dave Peck. Stucky, you coming?
1: <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it depends on the weather. Depends you know, on No, I don't weather. go out in the rain because I melt. Um, <laughs> Harley says this is that. therapeutic for all of us. Yeah. Appreciate that. And and Michael does point out, kind of forget, we're still missing Miley, Alzelay, and Mills. Listen, I'm not... It's a point I tried to make. The world's not ending because they right. lost to the Pirates. I'm just calling it a disappointing night if you're a I, Cubs fan because sure. it's the they Pirates. had so many <laughs> positives in going just 6-6 six and six right. in the first 12 games and number 13. Many of those positives, the script flipped and they were striking out like the old Cubs were striking out. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look good against the Pirates team. That you would hope that they have a not only winning record against this season, but a decidedly winning record against this season. And so far, they are one and two against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. That's not good enough. Not he if you mis- want to compete for a playoff he, spot.
2: He mentions three starting pitchers. We haven't really talked about Mark Leiter Jr. I thought outside of the home run to Vogelbach and even like the batters after that, like, he was pretty good. Like he was, it was a much better start for him compared to Colorado, but it was like his start in Colorado, right? It's it similar. It looked yeah. good. And then it was like, all right, maybe not. Yeah. So yeah. does but he, that tell you
1: that maybe a bullpen role would be better for him? I
2: feel like, you know, he's one of those guys who could go one, two innings, maybe give you like, you know, that first time through it the orders, you know what I mean? Right. Um, what one of the a, bridge guys?
1: They need right. bridge
2: guys. I mean, tonight he was able to go through the Pirates lineup twice, or at least close to twice. And again, he only gave up the homer to, to Vogelbach. He you know, he had a few walks in there, whatever. He worked around it, he got a huge double play, I believe it was in the fifth inning. Um but yeah, I mean I just like that there was there was a bounce back from the start in Colorado. And I know it's hard to pitch at course field, but still like and I you know, it, it it's good to see because he's not going to be in the rotation once those three guys come back, and if the if the Cubs can find a role for him, it'd be great because that's just another addition. So,
1: how many hits did the Cubs end up with? I know they hit into two double plays.
2: Uh, uh it
1: didn't just didn't feel like they really four had a yeah, four. Yeah, see the only four hits. hits you get. You get those three runs in the first two innings, and again, a sacrifice fly. A guy was walked in and a fielder's choice. Four hits all night, 12 strikeouts. It was yeah. a bad night for the offense. For bad sure. night for the offense. For sure. Um, it and it was mostly against the Pirates' bullpen. Yeah. Pirates. Which I had no idea could look like that. But maybe that's going to be the strength of their team.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's just the the way, the, the trend of baseball in general. Like, there's a reason that I've been sitting here saying that we don't need to worry about the bullpen. Well, that's kind of becoming a thing all across baseball where teams are really stacking up on the bullpen to be able to do those multiple innings and because starters are going less innings so you know
1: Ravi's just getting crazy there on the chat Ravi Rob, has taken over the chat and now he's saying this team needs to find its Gary Gaetti 98 wild card team vibes and that he'd take Brant Brown over Jason Hayward We've completely gone off the rails, oh, which is, you know,
2: I'd take Brant it's Brown an hour. as our hitting coach, even though I do like our hitting coach that we have now, but he's the hitting coach for the Dodgers. They know how to hit.
1: The spirit of <laughs> Terry Mulholland lives with this team, he says. Okay. See? See, this, again, this might this be the weed. This might, a this might be the weed.
2: Yeah. He Who might, he might you be doing time? a little bit of, he might be doing a little. Life. Yeah, like a little bit of, a little bit of both of the weed and. Maybe he's had a couple alcoholic beverages tonight a too. Barley Pops, you know, or maybe he's going back he's, and forth. Just, yeah. You know, I,
1: maybe I he's just supported. a happy-go-lucky guy, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Come hang out with Cody and and the gang at the uh, watch party tomorrow. Yeah, let's have a good time. <laughs> uh, okay, so if they play this game, and currently, I'm not Tom Skilling, but I have done weather on television at one point in my <laughs> life. Uh, Drew Smiley versus Jose Quintana, the Quintana. Revenge game. We just got the Vogel back. 2.0. point Revenge game, right? Uh, So, Quintana versus Smiley. Listen, we've had lots of good stories this season. Drew Smiley has been surprisingly good, like really good so far this season. So, let's hope that script doesn't get flipped if they play that game tomorrow. Because I know if there's anything that will send Cody into a deep, spiraling spin down the toilet, it would be losing to Jose Quintana oh and God. the Pirates Ugh, two games in two a row in and a row. the second one coming to Quintana. You couldn't handle it.
2: I could not, no. I would be very pissed off if the Cubs actually played tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Pirates and Jose Quintana. And if Jose Quintana shoves it down our throats again like he did in the first, the first time, I'm, I might go spiraling. I'm, it's going to be bad. Not going to be great.
1: Uh, well, I mean, that's they, struck, said, they struck out twelve times in this first game of the series against yeah. the Pirates. Uh, hopefully, there would be a different approach and a better at bats. They had a great against ap- Jose Quintana.
2: They had a great approach against Quintana the first time. It was, what the Cubs won two to one in that game. That was the game Suzuki hit two yeah, homers. Was right, the two runs. The Cubs were hitting the ball all over the yard that day, but right into gloves. So hopefully, you know, we've, we've they've do the same thing tomorrow, find some grass, get a lead early, and then just hold it. Like, like we need – people can complain about the bullpen. Like, Ethan Roberts definitely deserves some blame on the loss tonight. But we need the starters to go at least five innings. Like, and that's not even asking for much. Like, most teams are needing their starters to go six. We need our starters to go five innings. We need to get that. We need to turn that around. They need to turn that around and get that consistently happening. So Drew Smiley hasn't allowed a run yet. He's gone five innings in each of his two starts. We need it tomorrow. We need
1: it in a big way tomorrow. And, uh, you know, if that doesn't happen, then we always can count on story time with Ravi, who says it was cool to drink with Ryan Dempster, watched a Bears game with him by accident back in the day on Southport, at Justin's bar, nice. So that's I mean Robbie and he <laughs> Robbie promises if they beat Quintana, good Mark Grace stories. Well, I look forward. Well, I mean now based on some of this oh. background we know about Robbie, like I think that could be fun. I
2: need the Cubs to win tomorrow, so Robbie comes back and tells us more the stories. Mark, Mark about Grace Mark Grace stories.
1: Um, I think that's a good place to wrap it up.
2: <laughs> you know, I think
1: that's a good place to stop it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for dropping in and checking out the CHGO Cubs post game show presented by Bet. Cubs lose to the Pirates 4-3 in the series opener. They drop to 6-7 and seven on the season. Smiley against Quintana, weather permitting, coming up on Friday. Until then, take care and fly the W.